The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome everybody to the KyberCast. This is episode number 41, recorded March 17th, 2020, St. Paddy's Day, and we are holed up in our bunkers. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one of the host here of the KyberCast, and with me, as always, is my trusted friend, Michael Diaz, holed up in his bunker somewhere in unknown regions. Michael, how are you? <laughs> I'm excellent. Actually, With I'm only in, what, day four, five of isolation? I don't know what it is, but it's actually not so bad. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, oh, there's, okay. a, there's a novelty There's a novelty to this, but it's this is not good times. The uh, stock market is shit. Anyone that works in any kind of service industry uh, is yeah. effectively jobless now. You know, hopefully we can bring a little bit of entertainment to people if they listen to us. And I know there, everybody else, I know a lot of companies have sent people to work from home. Uh, the company I work for has done that as well. So I'm holed up in the Same. in the uh, house. So we're safe and grateful and um, lucky enough to have some income and you know, toilet paper, whatever. We've got it. It's just, you know, and you know what's funny is the the streaming industry is going to be huge right now. And I, I think this this is gonna be an interesting test of society. And I think companies might even look twice too and say, Wow, how many people have to be in the office? Like let's be really productive. If we can be productive during this crappy time, then people might be productive when there's not a crappy time and maybe office buildings don't need to be as big. Maybe spaces don't need to be as big. Maybe there's stipends for people to build home offices and they can stay there and run their own electricity and things and costs can go down for companies, but you know, I don't know. Just a thought. This is not a, a business podcast, obviously, but you know, the world's, the world's going to change. No, because we don't make money doing this. <laughs> no, we don't. No, but we do hope people are entertained and tune in and there's a lot of I'm sure there's enough negativity on the news and we hope to bring a little bit of positivity at least some entertainment to take your mind off it even though we brought your mind to it but it will change I think not just you know our businesses but it may change the way we view entertainment and when entertainment is given to us and not you know during the theaters or straight to video or, or straight to stream who knows we have a we have a bunch of topics to cover today. Um, that's well, kind of one of them. Yeah, you bring up a good point there, Joe, because we know already that NBC Universal is taking some movies that just came out in the theater, and they're mm-hmm. going to go straight to some kind of streaming on demand. Would right. you pay twenty bucks to see something at home instead of the theater? Um, maybe. I mean, I won't. It won't be a small movie. I'll tell you that. But if 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 it meant you know, a Star Wars or a Marvel, probably. Well, yeah, let's let's agree. I mean, Star Wars, you're going to pay whatever to go see Star Wars. I know that already. That, yeah. 
That's but just... a Marvel film, I would. I would pay. If if they told me if if they said okay, well, Black Widow, you can go see it at the theater. Um, you know the really I know. So we're jumping around topics, but um, it kind of ties into like they're gonna push Black Widow back, right? But if yeah. they told me, if they told me, well, we're not gonna push it back. We're gonna have it streamed through Disney Plus, and you pay an extra ten dollars or something. Okay. I got a decent sound system. I got a decent television. I'd be fine. I admit I do like the whole theater experience. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. if I like for sure twenty five dollars for popcorn and a drink, but I get that that's where the theaters make their money. But I do like the surround sound. I like you know mm-hmm. you can hear stuff rumbling behind you and the huge screen. I don't have a home theater. I don't even have a very big TV in our house. In fact, I think. Neither do we. I think ours is only 42 inches. I think ours is 45. And we don't have a massive sound system. We, uh, You're going to laugh, but we just have the built-in speakers on the TV, which I know are shit. But I've, I've got a sound bar, but you know it's not state-of-the-art. But all I have to say, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't Personally, I don't know if I would. I mean, it'd have to be a movie. Like, if I had the option, obviously, of going to the theater... I do that instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's that's kind of. I, I I guess I'm saying in this time, right? We have been told, um, and rightfully so, to kind of hunker down, stay inside, not stay inside. Don't don't go to large public gathering places. And if Marvel, let's say Marvel put up a poll on Twitter or you know their website and said, "Hey, would you want to wait three months to see the movie, or would you rather pay twenty dollars next week?" Probably yeah, when you put it like week. that, yeah. If you put it like that, yes, just like you, mm-hmm. I'll pay the twenty bucks for next week. Yeah, because it's you know, listen, it's twenty bucks for not just me, my wife, you know, son, we'll watch it here. That's cheaper than going to the theater. We'll make our own popcorn. I mean, it's look, look. At the end of the day, I'd rather be at the theater. We know that. I mean, I'd rather see IMAX go the full, the full route if I can do it. But if I have to, if it's if it's a three month wait and they can keep kicking out content because hell I'm holed up anyways, I'd want to see as much new content as possible because I can't do much then do it, but they can't, per- but the, the downside is they're stopping production on a lot of um, television shows and stuff. So there's going to be a point of new content drought, at least a couple of months. I'm thinking. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, let me pose this question to our listeners and please respond. You can, Tweet us when we post this. You can respond on Facebook, Instagram, whatever you want. But here's my question to the listeners out there. Joe, you and I are both Gen X. So we grew up, mm-hmm. you know, during the 70s, 80s, and, you know, in the kind of the golden era of the big tent pole films, right? Mm-hmm. So before they were the, tentpole, before you knew that's what they were, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you can kind of, you know, the kind of the beginning of the tent pole summer film was Jaws. Right? Yeah, that was the first one that made a lot of money in the summer, correct. Since then, that kind of became, you know, that that from the late 70s through the 80s and even the 90s, all the way through Jurassic Park and whatnot, big, huge movies that you go to the theater and watch. But that's us. That's Gen X. Mm-hmm. You know, behind us, the millennials, they don't go to the movies as often. So maybe, maybe it wouldn't be a loss. Well, it'd probably still be a loss because they probably wouldn't pay quite as much. Well, yeah, it'd be a loss because, you, well, you have to know what the upside is because 
if we go to the movies, three of us, that's 15 bucks a ticket. That's $35. Well, you know, I don't know. I don't, because the theater gets probably a $2 a ticket now, I would assume. Since when I managed, it wasn't a lot. Yeah. Doesn't most of the profits go back to the theater? Not the theater, the, the Hollywood studio, I should say. Well, it's the, when I managed a movie theater, it was, I don't know what it's like now, so I can't speak for now, but when I managed it, it was always a percentage, no matter what day it was. Um, but you also pay to rent that film. So you, you're, you're paying them a X amount just to have the film in your, in your house. So I'm not sure if that flat rate still applies nowadays or if it's a strict percentage, you know, I don't, I don't know, but, right. but it was always, I think, I think we sent at the time when I was managing, it was, it was about 50 cents to 75 cents a ticket goes to the house and the rest goes to the, the, um, company that made the film. So like 10% goes to the house, give or take to the house. Yeah. So roughly. So they would get the, the, the theater, the people that put the film out would get roughly 90% of the, the cash. Damn. No matter, no matter when it was. Well, that's why they, that's, you know, they use the, they use the, the movies to sell the stuff that's in the theater. That's where they make their money. Oh yeah, so that's why they don't, make, they don't make it on the tickets, right? That's why I cost you know fifteen twenty bucks for three right. cents of popcorn and two cents of fountain soda, right? Right. I mean, yeah. Otherwise, those places wouldn't exist. Just flat out wouldn't exist. Right, and that's fine. It is what it is. Right. But you're right. I, I, it's it's a tough question because you're right. If you charge twenty bucks a pop, how many people are actually gonna like? How many individual households are gonna pay that? Is enough? Probably not. Probably to make not. money on a two hundred million dollar film. I don't know. It's, it's, we're going to find out because we when, least, when we pose the when we when we pose the question online. Let's let's actually say, would you rather let's let's use Black Widow as the example? Would you rather wait three months or watch it at home next week? Or when when's the release date? Or well, when was the release date? You know, it was April. It was coming up here. Okay, let's just say, you know, watch it on the release date or wait the two months later. Like, when you write the question, let's see what happens. That'd be interesting. That's a good question. It's supposed to come out April 24th. So, five weeks from now, it was supposed to premiere. Now, I don't know if they said when it's pushed back. I just know it's not going to happen on April 24th. No, probably, you know, we just have to see how this curve, however this curve works out. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, like you said, uh, we've heard that uh, production has stopped on some genre films that we're looking forward to. We know The Matrix has mm-hmm. stopped production. So that date's going to get pushed back, whatever it was before, which may not be the worst because they were talking originally when they announced a release date for The Matrix as well as the fourth John Will- well, a John Wick film. I right. think they both initially claimed the same release date, which that would be strange. Double Keanu. That's obviously not going to happen now. You can't have Keanu versus Keanu. I, I can see the right. podcast now. But not just movies, TV shows. We know that uh, Stranger we'll, we'll just, Things has. We'll, we'll just call that podcast. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have uh, well, we do have Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Or no, Bill and Ted's whatever it is. I forget what it's called. Bill and Ted. Our grown ass men 
three. Wouldn't it be great if it was all three came, uh, like all three were released on that Friday? <laughs> the triple Keanu. That would be fucking amazing. That would be great. Trifecta of Keanu. Oh, that'd be great. Keanu thrice. Oh, wow. But yeah, uh, production halted on Stranger Things, which uh, I'm I really okay with, I guess. Um, I don't know. Well, I really like season three. What's that? I really liked season three much I more did. than I liked season two. I, I, no, I liked it. I'm just, I. it's kind of one of those things where maybe it should just end now after this one because it, it's probably Robert. time. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited to see it and it's funny to be halted, but I'm really bummed that they halted Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's what I'm bummed about. I mean, I want to add some stuff to that Disney Plus that I'm paying for. Right? Because I think you're still watching Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. Now, I am again because, well, we'll get to this in a sec, but yes, I am watching every new episode of The Clone Wars, even though I haven't watched all of the first six seasons. For you, our dear oh. listeners, I'm watching it. Not you, Joe. Sorry. I didn't get all excited I was, there. I was I was actually felt good for a split second. <laughs> I know I'm doing it for you, too. But that, so that way we, have, we can discuss each episode. Right. Which... Would be an awesome segue, but we're not done talking about the yeah, other stuff yet. I don't think so. So no segue. But so, like you, like we said, Falcon Winter Soldier. Don't know when that's coming out. I was really looking forward to that too. Mm-hmm. Um, Big time. I I want to see Falcon as Captain America. I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. I think they've almost flat out said that at this point. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. I'm I'm eager to see that. So. Now we wait, which is fine. Obviously, we want people to live. We don't want, <laughs> of course, we don't want our parents and grandparents to die. So I can hold off on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? Because you know what, it's really no time to die right now. Oh, nice. That's. Are we doing more segue jokes like last week? <laughs> that, that was a, that was one segue. I, was, I thought that was appropriate because that, they're pushing that movie back as well. Yep. Which, and I'm and I'm bummed yeah. because I I like that James Bond I like Daniel Craig's James Bond series that made it, they're good movies and I, it's probably I'll probably watch those as I work um, the next couple of weeks at home start at the beginning again and, and go through those so I have to admit I still haven't seen Spectre yet so I need to uh, now's I the need time. to get on top of it I I do have time well I don't I'm I'm still working I'm just working at home yeah but, but well I. I work better when I have something on in the background. Always did. So I have to have some kind of stimulus as well, whether it's a TV or just having the sound on from the TV or yep. listening to music. But unfortunately, I'm working at home with Shaylee, and she likes silence when she works. So oh, geez. Well, uh, you know, one thing though, this reminds me that Disney did in the last couple of days that are as a bit of a gift to some people or maybe to themselves. They did release Frozen Two on Disney Plus for the kids that are home from school. Nice. And if you, I didn't see that. Yeah. And if you wanted to, you can purchase Rise of Skywalker digitally. It was early. Yes, it was they supposed to be early. A couple days early. It was supposed to be released, I think, today, uh, but it was released over the weekend for people. Um, I'm going to wait for the Blu-ray because I buy it and I get the digital anyways with it, and then I get all the making stuff. It's easier and deal with it. But it might be the last. This might be the last Blu-ray I buy. I don't know. I don't know. A part of me is like, 
If this whole internet went down, I can't stream shit. And I've got all my Blu-rays now <laughs> that are great. They're up on the shelf. It's awesome. If I need to put something in, I got it. I've got the ones I want, you know? So I think the films that I really want to have, I'm going to buy them anyways, because, you know, as, as shown a couple of weeks ago, we couldn't even do this podcast because the internet went down. And that's a lot of, you know, relying on that stuff is, you know, even over the next couple of weeks, we're going to rely on the internet and let's see how strong that is. Let's see how strong this infrastructure is. Right. There's going to be a lot of people, you know, working from home. You know, I'm in the same boat as you. And maybe, again, it's because we're Gen X. Mm-hmm. Because millennials don't seem to buy Blu-rays or even buy content to own. They like to rent content. Right. But I'm the same way. If if it's a movie I really like, I'm going to get the Blu-ray. Because then, yeah, it comes with a digital copy, which I can put into my own. Uh, whether it's Vudu or Google Play or whatever service you use. Right. You get that copy, and you can download a copy too for offline yep. while you are connected. Right. Um, but also, I like having a hard copy backup. Now, I don't know if that's because I'm Gen X or from working in IT for 20 years, but I like a hard copy backup. Backup. Yeah. It's just because you're right, there might be days when the internet's down and you want to watch something. Well, did I save it to my device? No, but I have a Blu ray player. Yep. And also for me, and that, this doesn't apply to everyone, where I live, I've got shitty internet in that the best I can do is 10 meg, which is slow. I know that. You know, people out there that are, you know, most cable accounts now, personal cable accounts are around what, 100 meg now. Yeah. Give or take. Yep. So people are watching stuff, you know, in 4K and no problem. I don't have that option. If I want to see something in 4K, I got to have the Blu-ray. Yeah, you're kind of forked. Yeah, and that's just, but you know what? And the funny thing is, I'm outside of a fairly major city. I just happen to be in a spot that is not serviced by Comcast or Spectrum. And we're just expensive enough to not make it worth their effort to get to me. So... Hard copy backups make sense. Which, and just, I mean, yeah. you can mock me, not you, but like the people out there. I still buy CDs. But the reason for that is up until recently, CDs were often as expensive or cheaper from Amazon and also came with an MP3 version. So I was like, well, why wouldn't I get a free hard copy backup then? But that's neither here nor there. Or it isn't. Right. So well, yes, I, now, now is yeah, no time if, to die, Joe. <laughs> no, it's not time to die. But I mean, it, it, there's a lot, you know, to think about over the next couple of weeks. And, and like we said, how are people going to consume this stuff? What, you know, how do you think it's going to change? Do you think it'll change the way we consume these things down the road? Or or is this just a, a blip? Is this going to be an anomaly? Do you think do you think the this issue will force different ways of viewing, new options? This is going to sound like a non-answer, and maybe it is. You're king of those. No, I'm not. (laughs) I think the theater experience will always exist. Is this going to affect sales significantly? It all depends on what significant is. I can't tell you if it's going to, you know, going forward, like, let's say magically tomorrow, the coronavirus was gone. Would people rush back to the theaters? Maybe, but... Some people aren't, and that's the thing. I think the longer we go, I think people are going to realize 
either they like it at home or no, they want to go to the theater. So yes, there's going to be an effect. I just don't know what that is. A lot of it's going to be, like I said, content providers are going to be trying new things. Like I said, NBC and Universal putting out some films that were just in the theater. Like the next week, they're on demand for 20 bucks, give or take. If people decide, yeah, I like this better, then yeah, that's that's going to change the industry. So I, I think we're going to see a mismatch. Um, and the longer this goes, the more it's going to shift to staying at home and streaming. Yeah. Especially for people that have like the big, huge, you know, surround sound systems and massive like in-home theaters kind of, if you yeah. know, just like a 60-inch TV. But anyway, I'm, I'm yammering. What you got? Well, I think, you know, it's going to be a combination. Here's my thoughts. I think that they're going to see opportunity with maybe the smaller type films. Maybe the indie film makes a comeback in a stream it before it's in, you know, stream it when it's at the theaters at the same time thing. Like I'm talking the 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 little, you know, the, the ones that the Academy always loves, these little movies, right? And I think that would be a smart move to kind of help those films succeed when people really just are now, as has been proven over the last couple of years, that they're waiting for the big blockbuster, the big scenic, the big fun thing to do, the the amusement ride at the theater. You know, those are the what people want to go and spend the, the tickets and get take their kids to or have fun and, and all that. And the smaller the smaller movies are getting pushed out. Maybe they can see this as an opportunity to get people to, to buy those smaller movies at home. Um, would be interesting. I think that'd be a smart route for for content creators, and then maybe sell those. I don't disagree. Maybe sell those films to a, a streaming rights afterwards. You know, who knows? I think that after this couple of weeks, people are gonna maybe. Hopefully, it's two weeks. I'm sounding like I already know it's gonna. Who knows? Could be a month. Could be two months. I think though, after all this is said and done people are going to want to be around people again. I think they're going to be itchy. There's going to be that, you know, here's what I don't recommend watching the shining. <laughs> Cause I think people are going to kind of get, you know, hold up in their house. I, much, you know, I was going to say, I don't recommend watching contagion right now. No, but it's high up on Netflix. Apparently it's like number six. Oh yeah. Everyone's watching it. I just had some friends watch it over the weekend. I'm like, all right, but you know, whatever. Yeah, but that's how they got to, you know, people deal with these things in different ways, you know. That's true. That's true. I, I don't fault you on that. You're right. Um, but I, I think people will gather again. I think, you know, they're going to, maybe they'll see a new, maybe we'll, we'll learn something that, you know, things are really vulnerable. When What you think is strong is not as strong as you think. And when something happens, you know. I like to say, and this is this is as far as I'll go on politics. People want less government until there's a virus. A virus comes around, you know. So maybe we'll think twice on the way we do things, and maybe you know, hopefully we get through it as unscathed as possible. Because you know, Italy's taking a a hit, and you know, hope we don't go down that same route. We're we're a big country, and a lot of people move around, and things happen. So. Maybe we'll learn. Maybe we'll learn learn new things and let technology help us do that. And we'll, we'll we'll be able to create a different kind of business for filmmakers that 
that want to make smaller films and release them in a smaller way, you know? Maybe they're $10, you know, stream instead of 20 You know? I don't know. It could be interesting that way. I hear you. I hear you. That's how I would do it. If I was a, a, a film creator or distributor, I would say, well, let's try something different. Like, the world's changing. Let's give new films a $10, you know, shot and see what happens. Maybe AMC starts a streaming thing that's theaters only. You know what I mean? It has to be in their theater or whatever. Maybe it's the theater companies that combat the Netflix and Disney. Who knows how it'll work? And, you know, there's a lot of ways they can play it. Actually, AMC, I last I checked, did have a streaming app of some sort and it had theater or had movies in it. And, hmm. But I don't, I've never even tried it. I've never even bothered. So curious though they're gonna have to find out after this they're gonna have to find another way to make money because this is gonna expose this is exposed how fragile the film industry is because if if people can't get together they're not gonna make any money nope yeah did you get a call no alarm sorry Oh, is it time for your bed? It's nine. That's right. It's time for bed for Michael. (laughs) You got it. It's time for me to go to sleep. Goodbye, everyone. So before we get into, we will talk Clone Wars. I do want to say like, since we're holed up and we've got work to do at home and then we walk from our desk and then back to the couch for the rest of the day, you know, which is bad. I had to get out and run today, which was nice. I needed to get outside. We went for a two mile walk. Nice. It It was a great day to do that sunny little cool grateful to be able to do that um so you proposed a question to me you know what 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 is my top three things to maybe binge watch during this attack of the covid time nice nice did you just come up with that or did you come up with that earlier and we're waiting to Uh, it just hit me sorry it just kind of hit me that is fantastic that is inspiration joe i'm impressed there might be a title. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I was asking, you know, so now people seem to have the time. I mean, yes, I want people to interact with their families and do game night, whatever, play cards, teach your kids how to play rummy, all those things. Go outside, take a walk. You know, don't go in to buy anyone, but, you know, <laughs> enjoy your family time. But you are going to find yourselves most likely with extra time. Mm-hmm. What? What are your top three? What should you binge and stream during this time? What do you suggest, Joe? I'm going to do mine in reverse order. All right. I'll do mine in reverse order, too. So, in other words. Three, two, yeah. one. Yeah. Yep. So, my what third, I'll, I'll start real quick, and it'll lead to later. But I think that now's a great time to watch Clone Wars. It, um, I think with the new season out, and if you haven't done it, it's a perfect. You can do it in 28-minute chunks. You don't have to sit and you know, watch, you know, hour and a half episodes or anything. Uh, it's a good time to watch that. That's my third one. I think it's worth it, especially now that it's, you know, being revisited in with Disney plus and you've got it all there. If, if you have Disney plus, um, I definitely think it's worth watching the six seasons of the Clone. I'm going to strongly That's agree with you my, on this one. My third choice. Yeah. I seriously, you make a good point in that. The episodes are what about twenty-two ish minutes, not even quite half an hour. 
So I could be wrong, but it's close to half an hour or less. Yeah, correct. Um, I find them really enjoyable, and I know it's not new. Um, how the, every intro is kind of like an old school movie serial. Yeah, it's great. I, you know, I liked it when I first, like I said, I don't know how far I got into the Clone Wars when I watched before, but I just jumped into season seven, even though I haven't seen the previous, all of the previous six. And I forgot how much I enjoy that. It's, it's quirky. It's a little bit different, but I really, yep. really do like it as a recap of the previous episode. So, um, I'll go into my third, but I'm going to agree with you that that was my number two, actually, which is funny. Oh, wow. Because you are this huge Star Wars nerd and love and defend everything Star Wars. And I rated The Clone Wars as number two to binge. Well, I did number three because I've already seen them. So I'll probably see them okay. again. So it was right. more that that part of it. Uh, so, yeah. So what was so your number, my number three, three then? My number three, a little bit of, not really a cop out here, but I, I kind of bend the rules a little bit. Of course. Because um, that's what I do. Number three was Star Trek. I just put Star Trek because just in the TV series alone, mm-hmm. you've got thirty-three seasons. Oh, you didn't bend it. That's I think that's fair. I think. Well, I'm talking. Well, no, because I didn't say just watch Next Generation. You know, right, between yeah. Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, Voyager. You can watch. There's okay, so not to stop me, but there, I think CBS just announced CBS they put all the Star Wars things now. Or Star, sorry, sorry, oh. trickies. They put all the Star Trek <laughs> stuff on CBS, whatever you call it, all access. All right? access, yeah. So they put everything on there now. I don't know if it's always been there because I don't have it. So no, because they had licensing rights to. I'd have to double check. For a while, some of them were on Netflix. For a while, somewhere on Next Amazon Generation, Prime. I saw was still on Netflix. But let me, I'm gonna, as you talk, I'm going to look up uh, CBS. It Star probably Trek. still is. Uh, if, if it's not on, if it's not on there, it might be on Prime. But I'm, I'm assuming that will be coming to an end soon. Right. I, I'm thinking that at some point, uh, that contract's going to be up, and exclusive rights are going to be sitting right there with CBS All Access. But like I said, the point is, if you've watched any Trek in the last couple few years and decided your thing, now is a good time to go back and watch stuff. Or even if you have watched it, when I fell in love with Trek, I was 13 years old. It was on syndicated television. I fell in love with The Next Generation, but I, I discovered friends and girls and unfortunately didn't have... It wasn't like it, how it, was, it is now where you could easily DVR or stream something. So I just started missing episodes. But in college, I rediscovered Next Generation. I also discovered Deep Space Nine and Voyager. So if you've got the time, you can jump into the original series. You can jump into Enterprise, which I might do. I'm debating. There are four seasons of that. It's the only Star Trek show other than the animated show that I've never really watched. But if you want to watch, like I said, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, uh, Voyager, Enterprise, or if you want to see if Discovery's worth it, I thought it was. Joe, I think you liked it a little bit. I loved it. Um, or if you wanted to see Picard, yeah, it's all out now. So amongst all the shows, and I think I am including the animated series, 33 seasons of content 
plenty to keep you busy for a while. 100%. That's a good, that's a good call. I can't argue that. Um, um, I don't know if I'll pay for CBS All Access, but I can't argue it. <laughs> you know, it's actually fairly cheap. If if you're like, you know what, I'll pay for one month. I don't for for just so we know, I we don't get a commission. So if you join CBS All Access, I'm not getting a cut. So don't worry about me endorsing it so much. But I think it's like eight bucks a month. If you decide to sign up for a month and watch Star Trek for a whole month. You're not going to get through 33 seasons, right. so you'll get your money's worth. Yeah, Whereas CBS, in comparison, CBS should come up with a a promotion for the uh, COVID nineteen promotion. If you're in the hot, like give it away for three weeks or something, five or two bucks. months, huh? Five two bucks months. a month. Five bucks? No kidding. Long. That's exactly. That's not worth more than five bucks a month. Sorry, but yeah, you're right. Well, no, seriously, yeah. but because let, let me put it to you this way. The only reason I'm I'm not trying to throw shade, but the only reason I still have Disney Plus is because it was free. Don't get me wrong, yeah. I'm enjoying the Clone Wars right now, but I wouldn't pay eight bucks a month to watch the Clone Wars once. Just the Clone Wars? No way. No, I wouldn't. And for me, like I said, for people that have little kids, obviously yes, Disney Plus makes more sense. But I'm literally just waiting until Mandalorian comes out and all the Marvel shows. Right now, Disney Plus is not worth it for me. But yeah, free. Uh, right. I mean, I get that, but I, it's even though I have all the DVDs or Blu-rays, I can still throw on a Marvel show movie or something, and it's there without getting. That's up, nice. Which yes. Is, so, what's and your 4K. Name? Mine comes over 4K. Sorry. Oh so. man, throwing some internet speed shade my way. Yeah, you probably got it. I, I probably said it a minute ago, and you're probably just getting it. That's why the podcast <laughs> is. Were- I can't, I can't, I, I can't argue. That's fair. I mean, I, we have shittery internet. It's just, <laughs> and you'll hear this in two minutes. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so that was your second one. So I'll show you, I'll talk about my second one. Now I need to watch this series again because I binged it so fast that I think I forgot most of it. And that's The Witcher. Um, really? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it and I need to, but I need to watch it again because I did not. I feel like I just missed a lot because it was it's 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 a complicated first season because you had different timelines and I didn't know there were different timelines till like I don't know two or three episodes in because um, I don't know that lore but the people in the video game do, do know that lore and um, I quite enjoyed it but I need to watch it again and I think it's a it's not a worthwhile linear, right? show it's not I thought it was and then I got confused and. You know, but people that know the characters kind of knew where it was going. So I think if I watch it again, knowing where the ending, knowing the end, that might be actually a better way to watch it. Okay. See, um, did you you did watch it, right, or no? No, no. It's oh my gosh. Okay, so I know I, I know the stats. I realize that uh, it seems that more people watch The Witcher than possibly Mandalorian. I mean, which obviously. is an unfair stat because there's more more people on Netflix. So. Right. Well, yeah. And they, they like they didn't order Netflix to watch The Witcher. They got it. Do you know what I mean? Like Netflix does a really good job of just All right, throwing shit out yes. there. Netflix has and way have, way more users than right. So it's Disney it's they, I'm sure like um, you know whatever show is thrown on there gets more than Mandalorian. Like fairly a lot of them. Well, but still, people. You're right. They're right. Well. You know, I'm not going to argue with you because a lot of people watch the Adam Sandler films that he made for Netflix. Exactly, exactly. There's, I'm not going to throw stones. People like what they like, but yeah. 
I am curious, at least, because so many people have watched The Witcher. But that said... And you have Netflix, reason, right? You're paying for Netflix, yeah, of right? Course. Oh, then oh, yeah. you should just watch it. Yeah, you should watch it. I know I should just watch it, but I don't know what it is, why I have this hang-up with fantasy shows. Yeah, I don't either, since I, I really don't. Like, Game of Thrones is done. Like, now would be a good time to finally check it out. And I still yeah. haven't even bothered. Yeah, I don't know either why your problem is, especially because you like to play in D&D, and I never got that. Like, I don't... Strange to me. Like I said, I, I really do enjoy, or I did enjoy being playing D&D. I got kicked out of my game, by the way, but I'm not bitter. Not at um, all? Not at all, no. <laughs> we should well, do... like I said before... I would, we I'd should get like four or five people and do a podcast slash D and D campaign, like record it. Ooh, there are several podcasts like that already. But I know. who cares? I'm in. I'm in. Who cares? If there's always there's there's plenty of people that aren't listening to us now. What the hell's the difference if we do another one? Right, we can do something else for people not to listen to us. Exactly. That's smart, Joe. That's smart. But no, if, 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 if we if we found enough people. I would totally do a D and D campaign, a podcast. Yeah, we can talk on the side. So yeah. you should watch The Witcher. Okay. You should watch it. I'm saying so, okay, but really, I'm probably not going to. So <laughs> we, we are. I know you're not. It's your loss. So we we talked Clone Wars. We talked Witcher. That was your number two. Um, I mean, Clone Wars was your number Clone two. Wars was my number two. Yes. Yeah. So you give your number one since I just gave my number two. Well. I got to whet the appetite a little bit. So, again, not that I'm breaking the rules, but I'm going to throw an honorable mention, not in my top three. I have alts as well. I have one honorable mention, and I'll say that before I get to number one. My honorable mention is The Expanse on Amazon Prime. Okay. Mostly because I watched the first two seasons and really like them. And still haven't watched season three and season four is out. So it's kind of like, okay, Michael, isolation time. Now is a good time to get off your ass and watch The Expanse. No, you mean sit on your ass and watch The Expanse. You're not gonna get Michael, it's time it. to sit on your ass and watch The Expanse. Right. Right, right, right. Audible mention. So. All right, well, then I'll give you my autumn, uh, mine before you get to the number one. My uh, honorable mention is Watchmen. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's good. Watchmen was a, it was really, really good. I know you hate the guy because of Lost, but it's, they did a great. fucking Lindelof. But it's, it's good, man. Really, really good. You know what? I am more likely to watch Watcher, or not Watcher. I am more likely to watch The Watchmen than I am The Witcher. Wow. So... I'm at like yeah. 49, 51%. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. You, you know sure? what? I will check it out because I love, love Regina King. She's great in it, man. She's great in anything. She could be in a soap commercial and she'd be fantastic. Yeah, You, you need to watch it. You need to watch it. Okay. Fine. I will watch so, it. So you're number one. Number one. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, 
I should watch that. I, I haven't watched that. I, I need to give that a, that's a good, good call out. At this point, it's like, it's I almost 20 years where old. Can I, where can I stream that? Sci-fi? I don't know. It used to be on Netflix. It used to be on all kinds of things, but now I don't know because it's it's owned by NBC Universal, so I'm assuming they're. Oh, that's right. It's probably going to be on Peacock soon, and it's free because it's Peacock free. Correct. The reason I'm, I mention is number one, the show is freaking awesome. I, I won't get into why I didn't like the finale of the series. Overall. As a sum of its parts, the show is still fantastic. And one of the best, I'm not even going to say one of the best sci-fi shows I've ever seen. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen, for the, for the most part. I get that it's hard to stick the landing. We just saw this with Game of Thrones. Some people that have watched and enjoyed Battlestar Galactica may agree. Maybe they think the ending was perfect. That's fine. But... It's hard to stick the landing on any finale of any really impressive show. But the show was what people needed at the time. It was a great allegory for 9-11. Um, there's, it's just a deep show. It's not some stupid monster of the week thing, which I guess is enjoyable sometimes as well. But it was such a darker look at space opera than we ever saw in Star Wars even darker than Deep Space Nine got for Star Trek, which is interesting because Ronald Moore was one of the producers and writers on Deep Space Nine. He took it to an even darker edge. So I just loved Battlestar for the most part. It's still one of my all-time favorite shows, period. And the fact that we know we're going to be getting a sequel or something that, not necessarily a sequel, or something that takes place in that universe is coming from Peacock. Mm-hmm. Um, by the creator of uh, what was that, Mr. Robot has oh, right. me interested in <clears throat> right. watching the series again now, the nice thing about this even though it's old, what, 17 years ago it first came out it's it's very doable I want to say the first season's 13 episodes uh, the second of the season is what, 10, 20 it's not long, I think the third season is um 10, 15 episodes, and I think the final season's 20, because they actually broke it. I don't know why they called it season one, season four, the first half, and second half. It's 20. The point is, you can get through it. It's not the longest series there is. And it's it was groundbreaking breaking then, and I still think it has something important to say. My number one, Battlestar Galactica. Good one. Good one. I'll, I'll try and check it out if I can find a stream somewhere. So for me, the last one, I'll probably watch this again um, as season two starts to come around, even though it's probably been halted uh, for now, is The Boys. I think if people were on the fence of watching The Boys, now is time to get off the fence and watch that series. It uh, was exciting. It was really exciting to talk about it every time an episode came out when, when Michael and I were doing that. And I think it's just damn entertaining i mean great acting fun comic book reality um just a blast of a series and uh i can't find many faults with it we, we if you want to find out all the faults you can look at listen to a, a prior podcast where we go in depth on the boys um i don't think i'll get much argument from you on people getting people to watch the boys huh michael 
No, not at all. It was, it is the best comic book TV show I've ever seen. It's a good show. It's definitely worth the time to sit and watch it on Amazon um, for sure. You know, don't get me wrong. I love that it came out all at once and I tore through it in a single weekend. It's that good. Weekly like, would be better, wouldn't it? Weekly would be so much better. I almost wish it was weekly just so we could talk about it for I eight know. to ten weeks straight. Exactly. That's and Maybe we'll do that next time and try not to binge it. Yeah, you it's know. not going to happen, Joe. I'm telling it's you not, right now. I, know. I will watch that first episode and go, all right, I can't watch anymore because Joe and yeah. I are going to cover it. And then it'll be four in the morning and I'm like, I've watched half the season. Yeah. It, that's how they should do it. I mean, take a take. You know, I, the week builds tension and builds time, and they can watch it a couple times during the week, so you really remember the episode. I mean, I think that's. I, I agree. You know, I'm. Do uh, it. It's you know it's hard because there are pros and cons to each. Like, I didn't do that with Star Trek Discovery and just tore through two seasons of it like yeah. in a few days, and I loved it. I know you didn't. I know you liked it. You, I loved it, but I have to admit, I do like. Once a week, we watch Picard. Oh, that's one thing we were, we should have talked about this week. Um, Picard comes out once a week, and we can digest it. And I, I too, am watching it at least once, sometimes twice, just so I can catch things I missed. So maybe the – I don't know. I I think it would be fun if the boys came out once a week, so that way we could discuss it in depth. Because it – it requires it, I think. I think so, too. Totally agree. There you go. That's our top three of streaming to keep you busy. Maybe we'll come up with some more next week as we are continue- when we dive through everything. We're stuck with whatever's left of uh, Netflix between in one week um, and other streaming uh, services. But jumping in, before we leave tonight, we want to talk about the episode four of The Clone Wars, ending the Bad Batch arc. And I thought it was really, really good episode. Probably the best of the first, the first four. Um, really, really enjoyed it. There was action. There was character growth in in many of the characters. There was trust to things. There was, uh, you know, I would say a, a key Anakin moment in in there that that foreshadows what he becomes. Um, just in a fantastic episode. Um, what did you think, Michael? How, how was your end of the uh, Bad Batch arc? I loved it as well. Spoiler alerts, because we're gonna we're gonna talk about the episode in depth. Yeah. Um, so just throwing that out there. Everything you've said, I agree with because there was tension as well. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I didn't know if Echo had been brainwashed. Right, it was and trust. I was, I was actually kind of expecting him to turn on them. He yeah, I mean, it's, didn't. It, right. He didn't. I mean, he did what he was supposed to. He did what he said he was going to do. But, but there was enough doubt to build tension in the episode that, you're like, is he going to? Is this going to happen? So I like that. It, it anytime there's doubt, there's tension, there's drama for a TV show, even a cartoon that was originally made for a younger viewing audience 
it was pretty well crafted because of that tension. I mean, it wasn't yeah. the most tense thing I've ever watched, but it was good. It was good. I mean, there was some, there's, I mean, the whole Clone Wars in general, I mean, Lucas had some really great, this is still a Lucas storyline, by the way. <laughs> um, he was part of this from the get-go. Uh, this is the last part of his, I think, because after this is actually all new material, I think the Ahsoka arc starts after this, but um, I think, you know, this, yeah, this is definitely the last Lucas part of this but the whole idea of, of building trust between your compatriots and then you have the, the ones that were slightly different and basically the whole arch is they found echo who is now different and in the end again spoiler in the end echo finds his new family even though his old family found him but he's with the new family and he feels part of that and and rex you know was good with that he said hey if you want to go go so yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was an excellent episode. And to me, I mean, there are still some fantastic animation shots in this show. I mean, just unbelievable. Like you watch it and you're just like, wow, they really, it's not just camera angles. Like the lighting in this show is impeccable. It's not flat, you know? No, no, it's, it's like you said, I, after what you said last week, I started paying more attention and yes, it's. It's well, I want to say well filmed. I know it's animated, but you know what? I'm trying to, it's good. It's, it's way better than I, than I remembered. It, well, it's better now. I mean, it gets better throughout the seasons, but this is definitely much better technology than they had before. No doubt. I'm just talking even the story and the tension and ah. I had not, was it uh, Admiral Trench? I, yeah. did he exist before this or is this, oh, yeah. he new to oh, this? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's, yeah, there's stories. Yep. Yep. I love him. I mean, and the fact that he's kind of like this arachnid type creature yep. just adds to it because, you know, people are kind of a scared, you know, kind of scared of spiders already. So, you know, having the bad guy be a spider type admiral, I just, I really liked him. In fact, I actually posted on social media while watching it earlier this week. I said, Admiral Trench is badass. Now, was dead now. Right. But, and that's just like you said, getting into it, this was foreshadowing shades of Anakin. Because we know, you know, we know where this, this trip ends. We know where Anakin's right. going to be at the end of this. Right. And we're seeing more and more of that. I mean, you know, the way Trench is like, you know, I'm not going to tell you. You're a Jedi. What are you going to do to me? And then, boom, no hesitation. Yeah, Anakin. Now... Again, it's animated, and they still have a slight focus on the younger audience. Mm -hmm. So they were robotic arms. Yep. But still, just right there, just boom, slices his arms off. He's like, yeah, the fact that I'm a Jedi doesn't mean shit. I mean, I know he didn't say that. Right. But that was pretty much the gist. Basically, right. It didn't stop him. And he did it with a lot of anger, even right when he killed him at the end, too. Just right through it, no big deal. Yeah, so it was. Yeah. I loved it. I really thought it was cool. Um, I, it sounds so. I sound like a ten-year-old kid. It was so cool, but you know what? It was. And it was cool. The storyline with Echo, and like you said, he decided to go with uh, what, the ninety-niners or whatever they're called. The Bad Batch. Yeah. The Bad Batch. Oops, dropping stuff. Um, 
you know, it was kind of sad, but it kind of fit. Like, I get it. Like you said, he found his new family, and that's where he belonged now. Right. So, overall, it was fantastic. Now, will I enjoy this week's episode as much? I know who Ahsoka is. I know that some people are huge fans of her. I know you're a huge fan. Um, like I said, I, I don't remember watching... When, when I watched... I think she's pretty much an adult now, right? Pretty close, yeah. There's if you want, if you go to um, YouTube on the Star Wars channel, their their YouTube channel, you can see the latest preview. Of I the will. Next episode. But like I said, I know I watched back around season one, two, somewhere in there. I may have gotten a three, but then she was still very young. She was still obviously a Padawan. Yeah. And, but looked like a teenage girl, whereas now she's starting to look more adultish if she hasn't right. already before. Right. So, you know, I I don't know if it's going to be the draw for me that it has been the last four episodes. But that said, I really didn't expect much when I first started watching season season seven, and I'm enjoying the heck out of it. It's just fun. So it is um, fun, and so I, I'm just I'm totally looking forward to the Ahsoka arc. I mean, this is. You know, especially where I know what happens in Rebels, and this is the in between. And um, man, I can't wait till you catch up. I, you know what? It. It's making it much more likely that I'm going to start watching seasons one through six now, just to catch up. Even if you did like three a day, that's only that's an hour, hour and ten minutes. Yeah, I piss away at least that much much time every night watching stupid YouTube videos. So right. So yeah, so, that's what I would do. Make sure you catch up on that. I think, you know, especially now that the Ahsoka arc is going to hit because then there's going to be an Ahsoka mall thing and going to be fun. Going to be fun. And then that's going to be it for Star Wars for quite some time. Quite some time. Well, the Mandalorian in October. No, not if it's halted. That's what I was going to say. We haven't heard yet if production has been halted. If so. I believe a lot of it was done, though. I know what's her name left ended production already. Um, we may be close to done. Who knows? I'll well, I'm assuming it. a fair amount of it is going to be done in post because of all yeah. the right. CGI and whatnot. Right. I'm sure Bob Iger's last thing was like, put masks on him. I don't care. Just get that thing shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, again, not going, not to dis Disney plus, and I'm not trying to do that, but that's what's bringing me back, and yeah, the Mandalorian. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, I, I'm, I I'm here already. Like I said, it's free right. for that first year, so of course I'm not getting rid of it. But you know, the Mandalorian's why I'm here. The Marvel shows are why I'm here. And if those, I mean, it's not Disney's fault, but I, I need those shows at some point. And I again, it's not Marvel's fault. It, it is what it is. But if they're pushed way back into 2021 now, I'm telling you right now, once the Mandalorian finishes in October or November, I'm canceling. <laughs> Until the shows come back that I want to watch. I will totally drop it like that. You've heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I don't think I'll be alone. No, probably not. We'll see where the world is at that point in time. So now that we've covered that and COVID is attacking us, 
We hope that we've at least given you a little bit to listen to while you were quarantined in your in your house or RV or wherever you're at in this world. Um, I do have a plan to take over Mackinac Island if shit goes down really bad. Kind of own really? that. That was my that, well, that was my zombie apocalypse plan. Somehow t- take that island over. Get a bunch of people with the right amount of stuff. Take the island over. There's a fort on there. They've got cannons. They've got fudge. It's going to be great. Cannons and fudge. What more do you need, Joe? <laughs> more. Uh, you no, know, seriously. I know we're, wrapping up, yeah, we're wrapping up the episode. Let me throw something out there right, real quick. Uh, yeah. If you're listening to this, you're probably a geek. I'm not, I'm not saying that in a disparaging tone. I'm a geek, too. And again, don't get any kickbacks. Don't get any uh, special amenities or anything. I want to throw out real quick, uh, Tor. Tor is a book publisher. I think they're owned by Macmillan. The point is, go to Tor.com. Uh, no, don't go. I'm not telling you to do it. I suggest go to Tor, and they have a newsletter. If you sign up for that, they, they keep you apprised of some sci-fi like literary stuff and books like that. But this month, I just got an email today. They literally gave out a free digital copy of the book Red Shirts by John Scalzi. If you haven't read it, it's very Star Trek-esque. I mean, it's called Red Shirts, so you know what it's about if you're a Star Trek fan. Yeah. Obviously, it's from the Star Trek book, but they gave it away for free. So nobody survives any of these stories is what you're saying. No, it's a novel, but it's... I'm not giving anything away where the gist is there, there's a group of red shirts that realize that, wait a sec, every time we go down to the planet, uh, the, the senior crew members come back, but the red shirts don't come back. What's going on? And they kind of come self-aware of this, and it's it's got some hilarity and other stuff, but it plays with the idea of red shirts. It was totally free. I It came in both uh, Kindle Moby and in the other uh, EPUB version. Got it totally free, no DRM. It was just, hey, and they do that from time to time. So, again, I get no money from this. Uh, the site doesn't get any, you know, any kind of compensation or dispensation for doing this, but just sharing information is from one geek to everyone else. If you like getting free geek books every now and then that are good, maybe sign up if you want to. That's all. Yeah, good call. Uh, one more thing before we wrap up too. I mean, we all know we're in a little bit of a goofy time and coming from a family of service workers that, that including myself, I put myself through school as a barber for those that don't know, uh, family of barbers. It's gonna be a tough time for people that are in these kind of industries and barbershops and uh, food industry. So if you can find a way to help them out, that would be great. I don't know what that way is. If it's a, a local restaurant, I'm not talking the Applebee's of the world, even though the waiters and stuff there still need help. But like these cool restaurants that are in your neighborhood, see if they do carry out. Try and get a carry out from them at least once during the week, maybe twice. Keep keep the chefs working, keep, keep the food flowing through them. Do what you can. Um, a lot of them, if you look up on their websites, are showing them ways of, of you interacting with them without going through a lot of people. So see if you can, for those that are privileged enough like me that, that are still being able to work from home and collecting a paycheck. And uh, even though I worry, but I, I'm in better shape than most people uh, give them, give them a hand, give them something to do. Um, our local comic shop vault of midnight is open. Uh, they have specific 
uh, ways of buying stuff for them, no more cash, those kind of things. So uh, hopefully you can stop in and, and give them, you know, some support too, because they're a small business. I'm just a big small business proponent and I hope people uh, can still help them out because without them, man, neighborhoods are going to fall. So give them a hand. We hope that we've uh, helped you guys out during one of these uh, goofy times and we're going to keep doing this as much as we can uh, each week because we don't really have to go anywhere. We're doing it from our house anyways. Um, I know that uh, we're going to do the best we can to try and get ourselves through this and we hope that you guys do too. With that, Michael, where can they find us if they want to tell their friends about us? Apple Podcasts, leave a review. That gets us up there so more people hear of us. So please leave a review if you could. Or leave a review on Facebook. We're there as well. And if you want to comment, Facebook works, Gmail works, Twitter works, Instagram works. We're across the spectrum there. We're everywhere. Yeah, check it out because Michael's going to post that vote up there. And what uh, what would you do? Would you watch? What was the question again? Oh yeah, would you watch Black Widow now or did you watch it later? Three months. Would you pay what twenty bucks for it now? Or right? Would you pay twenty bucks to see it next week? Or are you okay waiting X number of months? You got it. I'll post it. You got it, Michael. Make sure it's posted. That being said, my friend, be safe out there as much as you can, and I hope to uh, have everybody listen again next week. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Shh.